the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, and it's meeting time. Now, before we begin, if possible, grab a pen, and I'll tell you how we can communicate with each other throughout the week at the end of this meeting. And if you've been with us during our Christmas and New Year meetings, I'm sure you'll agree we've been blessed. We celebrated and worshiped the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we were blessed with a powerful testimony from Jordan Lake and the loving grace of Jesus Christ on his continuous journey of recovery and healing. Thank you, Jordan. Today, we're going to continue this spiritual journey of recovery and healing from substance abuse, compulsive and obsessive behaviors, emotional problems, and all sorts of a fractured lifestyle. And how do we do this? By introducing the power of 12 spiritual principles known as the 12 Steps to Recovery. And this power comes from the fact that they capture God's plan of restoration for you and me. And it's found in his written word, the Bible. Principles that rescue us from the dark sins and addiction to the light of the world, Jesus Christ. Jesus promises I'm the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to live in darkness because you'll have the light that leads to life. Implementing these steps, expressing our sins, struggles, secrets, failures, and needs, Jesus will light up our journey and give us the direction we need to become a new person in Christ. Amen. Today, we're going to introduce the ninth step of recovery that we may direct amends to such people we've harmed whenever possible, except to do so would injure them or others. Now, this step consists of two distinct parts that we'll be touching on in the next two weeks. Today, we're going to talk about direct amends. Look, we all suffer brokenness from our addictive lifestyle, either with ourselves, in our relationship with God, and in our relationship with others. And recovery isn't complete until all areas of brokenness are mended. And that starts by taking action. This ninth principle is an action step by making amends and restitution to those we've harmed. The dictionary defines the word amend to replace or payment made as satisfaction for insult or injury to others. All in all, the word amend means to change. It's admitting to the people that we've wronged, that we understand the pain we've caused, and we're committed to changing our behaviors and avoid causing any more pain. It's in this step that we focus on the interests and needs of the others instead of the self-centered, self-serving, self-seeking, deceptive person that we become in the grips of addiction. Let me share with you what I read that parallels this principle. The gripping news of a natural disaster such as an earthquake, hurricane, forest fires, or floods capture our attention. 
but rarely are we involved in the hard work and rebuilding that take place after the disaster has passed. Think about this. Lives, homes, businesses, whole communities must be repaired and revived as we watch from afar. Well, step nine is similar to the repairs and rebuilding that must take place after a disaster. But the difference is that we are part of the entire event. Folks, we are the disaster. In our act of addiction, we're like a hurricane. We sweep through the lives of people. We cause physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial gripping news. And now it's time to take action. And through this process of making amends, we begin the rebuilding of broken relationships by restitution and mend the damage that we left behind. Mend the disastrous wreckage of our past. In Matthew, Jesus teaches, God bless those who work for peace, for they'll be called the children of God. And if we want God's blessings on our lives, and we want to be known as a child of God, we must first learn to be a peacemaker. We must strive to make peace with God, ourselves, and those we've alienated. Jesus, he's called the Prince of Peace, and we must pray for the Holy Spirit's continual guidance to have the attitude of Christ, which takes us to the scripture I ask you to reference in Philippians 2, verses 1 through 8. This will teach us how to be Christ-like. This will teach us how to get along with others. And Paul searches our soul by penning. If you've gotten anything at all by following Christ, if his love has made any difference in your life, if any fellowship together in the community of the Spirit means anything to you, then agree with each other, love each other, and work together with one mind and one purpose. Folks, Paul is teaching through the persuasiveness of Christ, the tender care that love gives, Sharing of the Holy Spirit should bring a part of us together as a member of Christ and should bring forth a unity of peace, purpose, affection, empathy, and one accord. When others hurt, we should hurt. When we hurt, others should hurt. And we're to show the same love to others that Jesus showed to you and me. And to become one-minded That means to show that Christ's mind is directing all our activities, to see things as he would see them, and to respond as he would respond. Paul continues, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourself. Don't look out for only your interest, but be interested in others as well. Listen. Self-centeredness, pride, these are two of the greatest enemies of unity in restoring broken relationships. Now, no doubt, early in our recovery process, we need to concentrate on our own welfare. But as we grow, we must move beyond this pride and self-centeredness. We must be concerned for others. And making amends to the casualties we left behind is the first public display of our spiritual development and our recovery 
from sin and addiction. This prayerful poem written by Charles Meigs describes the chains of heart and mind so beautifully. Listen to this. Others, Lord, yes, others. Let this my motto be. Help me to live for others that I might live like thee. Hmm. Folks, that's a prayer that should be echoed from all of us. Amen? Verses 5 through 8, Paul describes the attitude and mind of Christ that all of us should emulate. The selfless mind, the serving mind, and the sacrificial mind. The Lord Jesus consistently thought of others. Though he was God, he gave out his divine privilege. He took the humble position as a slave and was born as a human being. And when he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died on a cross for your sin and my sin. Listen to this. This is so powerful. Jesus Christ is God in every sense of the word. But with a world full of lost souls, he was willing to empty himself of his positional equality with God and to cover his glory of deity in a body of human flesh. He's true God. He's true man. He's the God-man that gave his life as a ransom for your sins and my sins. We can't repeat that enough. And he endured the most shameful form of execution at that time, a criminal's death of crucifixion. And by his immense sacrifice, he bridged the gap between God and us, providing salvation for all who believe. My friends, Jesus made direct amends to God for our sins. But the story doesn't end there. God exalted Jesus by raising him from the dead, and he opened the heavens to receive him back to his own right hand. The Bible proclaims, God exalted him of highest honor, and he gave him the name above all names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, and confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hmm. So what do we learn from this powerful historical account of Jesus' sacrificial love for mankind? First and foremost, have you confessed that Jesus is Lord? Have you thanked him for making amends to God for your sins? Have you received God's greatest gift of forgiveness through Jesus Christ by faith? Secondly, Jesus is our ideal model for humility and service. Our thoughts, attitudes, and actions are to be patterned after Christ. And no matter the response we receive from others, when you emulate this Prince of Peace, God will exalt you as well and raise you from the walking dead of an addictive lifestyle. Amen. 
Next week, we're going to continue this introduction of step nine, and I want you to reference 1 John chapter 4, verse 20, and Matthew 5, verses 23 through 25. All right, my friends, reach for that pen. I really need your help. Do you know last year over 90,000 men and women lost their lives to this epidemic called addiction? And this ministry, it's unique. It's one of a kind. And it's your meeting. And each Sunday, we're on the front lines where we're battling this plague, carrying the message of hope, help, and healing. And how do we do that? By following the teaching of Jesus Christ and supporting each other. And you need to know how honored I am to host such a vital ministry. But I need your support. I can't do this alone. Again, I need your help. First, I need to hear from you. Your comments and thoughts are a blessing and encouragement to me. And our email is cwsapittsburgh at gmail.com. cwsapittsburgh at gmail.com. Or Facebook me on Christians with Secret Addictions, PGH. Christians with Secret Addictions, PGH. Secondly, I need your financial support to help keep your meeting on air. So please join us on these front lines by sending a monthly commitment or a one-time love offering. It all adds up. And you could send it to Terry Anna, P.O. Box 25321, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. P.O. Box 25321, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. Please help us so that we can continue recovering together. And I thank you in advance. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.